find all the really bad Italian memes online and I send them to him. I don't know what half of them mean, but he laughs, so that, that's a good thing. Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast Lockdown Series. Every Monday we'll be connecting with Italian wine people. Join us to find out what they're doing and drinking today. Hi, Jill. How are you? Can you see my ears? Okay, I'm going to start now. So I'm Jill Gordon-Smith and I'm here for lockdown with Italian wine people. And I happen to be in Australia, being an Australian. I'm an Italian wine expert with Vinicity Academy and I've got one of my good friends who's now in lockdown here with us. So, hey, Rebecca. Hi, Jill. It's nice to be back. It's good to see you. Rebecca Hopkins. You've got a few hats. You're a big Italian wine person, but you're also... Um, have a really fantastic um, group and website called A Balanced Glass and it's all about wellness. So we're going to have a bit of a chat, but um, I also thought we might talk to you about that and some of the techniques or some of the um, tools we can use to get through this this lockdown. So I'm locked down at Maslin's Beach, which is probably about okay. 10 kilometres from you. Yep, it but is. Tell, tell me where you are at the moment. Yeah, so literally, like you said, we're both in kind of the broader McLaren Vale wine region. Um, you're at, I guess, the northern end of it, I just at Maslin's, and then I'm at the very southern end at Selix. So the main difference is you can go to the beach because you're not in um, self-isolation like I am. So I can see the beach, I can see the ocean actually from where I'm staying, but um, I can't get to it yet. So. Yeah, well, actually, none of us can at the moment, Rebecca, um, right. because, we're, yeah, we're locked down. There's fines now for going out. It's a beautiful sunny day here, and uh, we're all locked away from the beach. But I want to talk to you. So when did you actually get back? When did you come back to Australia? And why I did you come back? On, yeah, I arrived home Monday a week ago. So this is um, day 10 for me in self-isolation. Um, and I've been receiving amazing... Um, gifts from people like yourself who've given me, you know, deliveries because obviously we can't, I can't leave. And so I've received toilet paper, um, some beautiful wine, uh, Australian snack foods and twisties and, and chocolate. So I think I've got all my food groups covered. I'm actually just missing um, Italian wine. So uh, that's Call me tomorrow, of- Rebecca. Call me tomorrow. <laughs> Um, so what? You, so tell me, why did you come back? Why did you come back to Australia? Because you were in San Francisco and I know you've been in lockdown for about 20 days there. Yeah, look, um, and I've been, I've been living in San Francisco 13 years and um, I love where I live and I love the city that I live in and I love my, um, my place in the city. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, my family's in Australia and knowing what I know with the information that I had, I really couldn't deal with not being able to get to them and not being near them. And I think for my own mental health, more than anything, um, coming home quickly and as early as I could to not only set myself up, obviously with a 14 day mandatory isolation, you can't do anything, but get set, get settled, um, and then be able to help the community you know, while I'm here, particularly my family who, who actually work in healthcare services. So, you know, they, they are in a high risk industry and uh, yeah, but that, that's yeah. really the reason why. So family is one of the, the big reasons that um, when you're in isolation, it, it can be really tough being apart from your family. And, um, but also, you know, you've been here for four, nearly 
HB out soon, so it's going to be a pretty big uh, reunion, but um, of two people, of course, because in Australia yes. you can only have two, two people at any one time together. So right. you and I, you and I both love Italy. Um, we uh, we this is the time of year that we're normally there, so we are missing yeah. all of uh, our Italian friends. So I've been drinking a bit of Italian wine, also playing some games to sort of um, keep me active. So I'm doing nice. a drinking A to Z of drinking Italian grape varieties. And also Good. sort of, a, yeah, so I've started off, and you could try this just with a post-it note. I'm just popping down, um, say, for example, Alianico, Arnais, um, and then drinking those grapes. And then I go on to the bees. So, yeah, that's a bit of an exercise. But what are you doing to stay sane? Oof. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot of meditation. Um, and trying to move my body as much as possible. I, um, I'm really lucky working for Folio, my wine partners, you know, we have a lot of Italian wineries that we work with. And so I make it a point every day to contact one of them just to check in um, as much for my connection to them as obviously them to, to us. Um, and I try to schedule time just to see their faces. And uh, this morning I was chatting with Filippo Varni from Riccazzoli, who's in Florence, lockdown. Um, and we were both lamenting not having um, wine in the house and, and he was heading out to get a, a delivery from uh, Francesco Riccazzoli was gonna stock him up. Um, so, so keeping in contact with suppliers is a big thing. Taking time in the morning. Um, one of the challenges of being in Australia, and you know this, when we're working with Europe or working with the States, is our time zones are completely inversed. So you wake up, it doesn't matter what time, 6 a.m., 5 a.m., and it's already half the day in the US, and it's, you know, into the evening for Italy. So making that mind shift of being okay with not being on top of every single thing you're doing um, and trying to get into that groove has taken me a good week to, to feel not anxious about waking up to, you know, a full inbox every morning yeah it's a real change isn't it so what have you been doing for fun though how are you entertaining yourself because i know you've got a pretty good sense of humor so i can only just imagine what's going on in that house you know our uh, our ceo is um from Piemonte, so i find all the really bad italian memes online and i send them to him and um we, i don't know what half of them mean but he laughs so that that's a good thing um i cook i actually have been cooking breakfast lunch and dinner every day which has been good because it's kind of like, you know, pick a box. You get once a week, I get a delivery of, of groceries of vegetables and-, and uh, Random vegetables. Yeah, and I just kind of create things out of that. It's one thing that really keeps me grounded is eating well. Um, and, you know, you get to the end of the box like everyone and you're like, what do I do with a bit of bok choy and a little bit of farro and, you know some dead mushrooms it's amazing what you can create and i haven't killed myself from food poisoning so that's a that's a good thing well that that's an absolute plus rebecca um yeah. so um look it'd be really great i'm stuck in a chair all day because you know what it's like when you're working at a home office you tend to not get up as much you're going to give us a bit of a tip you're going to show us how to maybe stretch out a little bit plus i also want to see your active wear oh my active wear sure um you know there's one thing people know about me is I don't I'm really bad at working in a chair at a at a table and so um, I normally sit on the floor on a bolster or a, or a big um, 
uh, like a bouffant, I guess. Um, and I sit on the floor with my legs crossed. So coming here, I've had to learn again how to work in a chair. But I brought a chair with me, so I just, I'm just going to grab that. This is what I normally awesome. sit on. Aha. Uh -huh. God, I couldn't do that. But 90% of people sit in a chair. On a chair. Yeah, this is a beautiful dining chair that I found. Um, and so I think the first thing is, the one thing that all of us do when we're in like stooping, right, is we're sitting like this. Okay, so we get hunched. We, we generally don't have ergonomically set um, desks, not many of us do. So I would say, you know, the most important thing to do when you've just done four hours of this is, I'm actually gonna turn this way. Not four hours of this. No, I haven't done much of that. But bring your butt to the edge of your chair and make sure your feet are square on the ground. Okay. I hope everyone at home is doing this. You've got a real, make sure you're as much as possible at a 90 degree angle, okay? And that means your knees are over your ankles, your hips are straight, and then your spine is over your hips. So sometimes that means you tuck your, tuck your little, your tailbone in, sit up straight, drop your shoulders. The one thing that we all do, right, is this. So bring your shoulders back and bring them down. Pull, hang your arms by your side. They are, okay. they're hanging by my side. And what I want to see you do is just start to move your neck. To the right, really gently, and then to the left. And just start to That's feel good. that. Yeah. And then drop your head down. And then your head back. And this is just getting mobility back into your neck muscles. Very cool. Okay. So then the next thing, just roll your shoulders. Make good shake and really exaggerate it. Really bring them all the way up and all the way back. And then all the way up and all the way back. You could do this with two, two bottles of wine in your hand too, Rebecca. I, I often do that too, even I drink them like this. <laughs> okay, and then the third thing I would suggest is, you know, you get pretty stagnant in this movement, so let's just take a twist. So, take your right hand to your left knee, grab the back of your office chair like this and just gently sit up straight and just twist your spine and follow your gaze just over your shoulder. Nothing too jerking, because if you haven't been moving, you're going to be pretty stiff. But again, you're just trying to get some, some oscillation through your spine. Keep your head up, keep your back straight. I'm oscillating. Can you feel that? I can feel That's, that. Now I want you to just do the other side. Oh, it's stiffer on the other side. Yeah, and you'll always have a dominant hand, so it tends to be, you'll probably be more flexible on your dominant side. And then my favourite ball, when you're completely overwhelmed, mm -hmm. just sit here and then just drop your whole body down. I can do that one really well. I think I'll be and really hang good hang your at head that. down between your legs. For how long? I would do 30 seconds to a minute. You don't want too long, obviously, if you have blood pressure issues or if you have blood sugar challenges. So if it is something, it's just having the head below the heart helps bring all the blood flow back to your head. They are four really good tips. And I think if you do those, Julie, I think you'll feel flashed in about five minutes. Yeah, I think I do feel a bit better, but I'll practice those afterwards. They're really good tips, Rebecca. I'm missing you so much. I can't wait to give you a big hug. It seems even worse because you're here and um, 
thinking about Stevie and all the guys there in Verona, missing you guys too. So yeah. this is lockdown with Italian wine people. And what are you going to be drinking later, but, um, Rebecca? Yeah, well, I might have cheated my little way and done a couple of little things. Because I don't like cheers. Um, I've actually, my family are amazing. So they prepared me with an Australian gin, which is called Green Ant Gin, which apparently has green ants in it. It does? It does. Yeah, and um, a fever tree tonic. So that's our aperitivi, and what are you going to be having after that? So while I don't have any Italian wine, I do have one of a dear friend's wines from McLaren Vale called Steve Panel, and he makes a Nebbiola from um, up in um, Kaipo. And I, have you had this one before, Jill? I have, it's really good. It's not Barolo, but it's good. Well, I, it's exactly not Barolo, and I was, I did manage <laughs> to- right. um, Well, I did manage to say hi to Bruna the other day. We're, we're the importer for Bruna Jacosa, and um, we were trying to work out how to get me a care package from Sarah Lunga to me, but I'm not really sure that's going to work. So this is my uh, my stopgap until I see you. And then when you and I see each other, we're raiding your cellar. We are, definitely. I've got a heap of Chiretto in my cellar. Um, I've got some, oh, I, and in the, I'm talking about my little game, drinking by letters. Yes. Hopefully I'll see you by the time we get to see, because I've got this amazing uh, Cisterna Fiori um, single uh, Contrada Norella Mascalese for us to drink, apart Ooh, from yes. a few other things. Yeah, a lot of good things. Yeah, drink your GMT. Thanks, sir. That gives me a good segue. So now, Beck, we've been yes. talking about some things to help assist us in wellness and in maintaining some, you know, wellness and balance during this lockdown. Can you tell me a bit about a balanced glass, which sure. is your 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 love? It is my love. Um, so a balanced glass is something that I set up in 2018 as an online platform and a way to connect wine professionals um, to help them manage their um, mental health, physical health and wellness. So, you know, we work in the wine business, but we are constantly around um, eating, drinking, traveling, um, entertaining. And I think one thing that we really didn't have was a way to connect as a community and share resources and tools to help all of us, um, you know, stay well, stay physically well, stay mental well. And also, you know, we're a global community. All of us come from, from all over the world. And the community now, two years later, we have just shy of 2,000 people, all wine professionals. And we do all sorts of things. We, um, you know, I write a story every week or two with my co-writer, Kathy Hoyer, and we write about Isolation. I just wrote about what it's like to move continents. We write about jet lag, sleep, digestion, um, you know, travel hacks, and it's just a way to normalise, you know, a lot of a lot of the struggles that I think we all have as an industry. So, yeah, I mean, you're yeah. you're a great member. What do you think of it? Oh, I love it. I mean, when you started talking to me about a balanced glass, it just resonated. It hit so many points because I think it is really important so check out Rebecca's website it's it is an it's a fantastic uh tool and it's also a lot of fun you meet some really cool people there so yeah and, and now right we're in lockdown isolation is a big deal mental health is a huge thing so 
you know, now more than ever, I'm trying to ramp up as much as I can to make sure that we stay connected and I have a theme. I want to see your faces and hear your voices. And so I challenge every person in our community to do that. So it's important. Well, it is important. And I'm hearing, I'm seeing your face and hearing your voice and uh, can't wait to see you again soon. Big hug. Virtual hugs, Jilly. Look, thanks so much. I can't wait to see you again. And uh, this is Lockdown with Italian Wine People. Cheers. See you next Monday for another virtual wine journey Italian wine podcast lockdown series.